welcome to Fulcrum Transmissions, a Star Wars podcast. Thank you for joining us this week. Episodes will typically be uploaded every Monday, and any changes to that schedule will be posted on our Twitter and TikTok at Fulcrum Pod and on Instagram at Fulcrum Podcast. So be sure to follow us on any of those for previews and information about upcoming episodes. Hi, I'm Sage. Uh, my pronouns are she, they, and you can find me on TikTok, Twitter uh, at Sage Sandula, and on Instagram at Sage. Sandula. My name is Claire. My pronouns are she, her, and you can find me on TikTok and on Twitter at Claire Crees. Today, we come back to, we come back to you uh, with our most popular and beloved series, Girl Boss of the Week. This is a show where we highlight both the attributes and faults of women characters in Star Wars, comparing and contrasting how they were written by various writers across the franchise, etc., etc., it's imperative that you keep in mind that the show is a means to bring attention to and shed new light on women who have otherwise been misrepresented and or underrepresented uh, in comparison to their male counterparts. Um, yeah, I'm I'm so interested. I think that everyone who listens to this podcast, uh, our regular listeners, really, really get what Girl Boss of the Week is all, all about. I think that some people might not. I feel like some people listen to our show sometimes and are like, I am choosing not to listen. <laughs> I'm not talking about anyone in particular. I just think I just think that in light of um, recent Twitter controversies that I found myself in, I think that maybe we should open our ears just a little more, just a little more, uh, which is fine. Um, but yeah, today we're talking about, uh, Amelyn Holdo. So true. You all know and love her. I know that you, some of you guys don't love her though, because, well. Sorry. I know that everyone is allowed to have their own opinion. Um, but she literally is a girl boss. So she is, she is. And that's why, that's why we're talking about her today. Um, you know her from The Last Jedi. That's what I know her from too. I haven't seen anything that she's in other than The Last Jedi, and that is because I uh, refuse to read certain parts of the canon. Um, But Claire does know a lot more, and so she will be taking the reins this episode, I feel. I'm here for moral support. Um, I'm also here to uh, say my controversial opinions of the week. So let's get into (laughs) it. Guys, didn't you miss Girl Boss of the Week? I know I did. (laughs) Let's talk about Amelyn Holdo, love of my life. So she has appeared in a lot of things. I have not read all of them. Like she's appeared in a lot of comics. I'm sure I have missed some. I'm sure I have. Um, She's also in Leia, Princess of Alderaan, which I love so much. And that is mainly what I want to talk about because that I think that I liked her in The Last Jedi because one, she was a girl boss, and two, she was played by Laura Dern, so, like, hello. Oh, um, <laughs> one thing about me, if Laura Dern is on the screen, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, watch it. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and then last year, I finally read Leia Princess of Alderaan, though, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm actually, like, kind of obsessed with her, especially when I read the manga and saw some of the outfits she was wearing in there. Girl, um but anyway love, like, gay icon she literally is actually okay let's talk about how leia princess of alderaan canonized her being queer because she has a conversation with leia 
and I actually hate this conversation because what Leia says but I like when Holdo is like I'm gay um because <laughs> she's like I think that it's so limiting to only be attracted to men and I was like so true but then Leia is like I'm literally only attracted to human men okay me when I lie actually um because so I'm true sexual Leia I'm so sorry that someone will write that about you wait did she say that she's only attracted to human men is that what she said I think she does say human I think she really does she's like it's just human men for me and then Holdo is like that flop like that's flop. Not but yeah Holdo is canonically some sort of queer she basically just says some sort of queer that, like she wouldn't limit herself to just men and I was like yeah absolutely I'm like, I feel you I feel you girl so true um, um yeah that's really interesting yeah to me yeah. personally it's really interesting to me personally that Leia would be like human men like why did you have to say human it's bad enough that you're making her straight which she's not hello no literally I literally know that her and Holdo kiss on the mouth like they told me personally um no, exactly that's so okay well <laughs> loss over that Imagine yeah. if Karen Travis was still writing for Star Wars. I'm so sorry to bring that up. But, like that. <laughs> um, because I said, I, I promised myself that I wouldn't say things unprompted and did not explain them with nuance anymore because I do that sometimes, I guess. Um, Karen Travis has written some really racist things um, in Star Wars and not in Star Wars. So um, that's why I said that. That's why I said that. She also is just bad at writing in general. Her prose is lacking. Um, sorry, Karen Travis, if you're listening. I know you're not. Imagine but... if she was. Mm. Okay, well, would you like to email me, Karen <laughs> Travis? I can I can give you a few lessons, a few classes, maybe. Um, am I qualified for that? No, uh, but I'll do it anyways. I could at <laughs> least teach you how to not write that Togruta's E-Rats, so. I, mm. Yeah, I could I could probably teach you a few things actually now that I think about it. Text me, Karen. <laughs> Karen. I wanna say, I wanna say um that I watched a video in preparation for this podcast. It was on YouTube. I couldn't even tell you who it was by because it was just one of those men who yell about Star Wars and how much they hate it all the time. Um which is literally so many people and then you guys are unoriginal just by the way but um I guess I really am being violent on the podcast today Uh, but I was I was watching this video in preparation for this and this guy did call Holdo um a purple haired Karen a purple haired space Karen now if you're gonna be a misogynist, could you at least be right? Like, could you at least be oh, right? Oh, exactly. If you're going to literally hate women, right, you could at least do it with some accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, ev- literally every girl boss that we've talked about here, like, men hate because men just hate women, usually. Oh, right. um, but when it comes to Holdo, I'm like, I don't want to see a man open his mouth. I don't no. want to see it because yeah. you're they're literally always wrong and I just people will make up the dumbest reasons to be to hate her and it also is hand in hand with the fact that people will make up any reason to hate the last Jedi as well so when true. you do things together I'm like can you just shut up like actually I don't want to hear it I do not need to hear what you think about her 
No, exactly. I think maybe we'll just like jump right into Lost Jedi and go backwards um, because she does die in it. So, I mean, what an Ethel Kane moment going from the end of the story to the beginning. So sorry. Is is Amalyn Holdo mother? Leave your leave your answer in the comments. Um, anyways, so sorry. Had to say it. Um, I don't remember what to say. Oh, yeah. The Last Jedi. I'm not a Last Jedi apologist because there's nothing to apologize for. I said it. I said it. I'm, I thought that was about to take a very different turn, and I was like, "We are going to need to end here." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't, I don't. It's not my favorite, obviously. Um, it's not my least favorite. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I've seen it a couple times. I haven't seen it as much as I've seen like Attack of the Clones, but I also have seen Attack of the Clones an unhealthy amount of times, so it's not really a good comparison, to be quite honest. Uh, however, when I was reviewing scenes with Holdo in them for this episode I was like wow they really like wrote this character for the audience to hate because who do we who who is she bashing heads with the entire time Poe Dameron I love Poe Dameron just as much as the next girly but he was wrong and it's okay to admit it it is okay to admit that Poe Dameron played by the beautiful wonderful talented Oscar Isaac was wrong um and that's okay you guys he literally his first introduction to her like their first conversation he starts by mansplaining how shit works uh, like assume that she's a man like like when she shows up he's like oh my god the famous admiral holdo is a woman and i'm like poe he was like that's who that's holdo and the guy was like yeah and he was like hmm not what I expected. And I'm like, what did you expect? Let me hear it. Let me hear it, actually. Um, I also want a little, little interlude. Also on one of these videos that I watched, I need to stop watching YouTube videos. They're so bad. There was a comment that was like, I can't get over her outfits for the entire like movie. First of all, it's one outfit be so serious doesn't she wear that one thing the entire time she wears one outfit the whole movie because it takes place in like one day um however that outfit is a dress okay and what about it are you saying that um an admiral cannot be wearing a dress because remember when remember in um what's that show called uh star wars rebels when (laughs) so sorry remember star wars rebels when um grand admiral thrawn was in that tank top that slutty little tank top yeah if he, can wear that, if he can wear that why can't rebellion leader admiral amelin holdo wear a dress and she slayed she really did slay she i did understand yeah i like her whole like clashing with poe thing first of all is very funny to me because i think that poe actually is so much like how she was when she was like a 16 year old in princess of alderaan which is so funny but yeah people literally watch that movie watch the first like scene where they interacted and were like oh poe doesn't like her so i'm not gonna like her either and then like turn their brains off for the rest exactly of- for the like, rest like, of you the missed movie. the part where you find out that she was actually right and then she sacrificed herself for the resistance because i was still paying attention when that happened I was also still paying attention when um, she talked to Leia at the end of the movie and was like, he's trouble. I really like him because she is like him. Like, 
it's so i don't know a lot of people men say um like oh she insulted him and blah 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 okay let's let's dissect that a little bit she said you are too rash and you are just like barging in and not thinking this strategy that's basically what she said and she said it with a little bit more sass but also she's the admiral and at this point what what did what did leia do to poe right before this happened she demoted him from commander to captain why because he blew up the entire bomber squad they literally all died because of him so yeah he didn't follow her orders uh-huh again. uh-huh again love you poe so much but maybe you should like listen to others maybe you love. should listen to the women who are telling you what to do the women who are a lot probably know a bit more than you and know a bit more a little bit longer than you mm-hmm. isn't that so interesting and it really is i i think i was watching another video that was actually good it wasn't by a man obviously um and it was like it, pointing out all these moments in the last jedi where poe is doing like a typical like macho man like performance he is mansplaining in the very beginning uh he's like violating orders directly and so blatantly doing it in the in like just to kind of stick it to her he's like oh i'm just saying you're rebelling but really you are just trying to you aren't paying attention he's not paying attention to anything she's saying okay so she's not giving him the full plan i don't i can't remember a single time when when the leaders of the rebellion gave their subordinates the full plan because that's like not how war works it's not especially in star wars especially in this fictional world anyways um and then he like does that thing where he like bursts out in rage and starts like throwing things around the the bridge Poe Dameron, I love you so much. You're so smart and sexy, but you were not being smart in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other thing with Poe, not to talk about Poe again, but I promise this is really what told out, um, is that he like he needs to be the hero so bad, but in the way that it's like I need to do some like crazy thing, and then everyone's mm-hmm. gonna be like, wow, you're so you're such a hero, you saved the entire resistance. But then Holdo goes and does this and Leia says this line to Poe that's like protecting the light was more important to her than looking like a hero. Uh, imagine being humbled so bad. Imagine being humbled so bad because she literally was the hero at the end of the day, not because she was like needed to be, but because she cared about the cause. And Poe yeah. different in that moment was like, I'm going to never not listen to women again. Exactly. Remember when he literally admitted that he was wrong in the end when they're on the transports? Like he literally admitted that he was wrong and that she was right. <laughs> Men don't know how to open their ears. Apparently, they apparently do not know how to listen. Um, yeah, I'm. I just can't deal with that. It's not like I do. I do also think that it is interesting from a narrative and writing standpoint that they would make a character who you are set up to dislike because we know because of the second movie in the in the trilogy and we love Poe from the first movie and we love his relationship with Leia we love his relationship with Finn who he's separated from for the most majority of the movie 
Star Wars hates gay people, I guess. I don't know. That was a joke, but kind of, it was kind of a joke. Anyways, um, I do think that it's, they set up her character to dislike for a reason. Um, and it was supposed to have a payoff, right? It was supposed to have this payoff of, oh, she was right. Oh, like we need to put aside our personal biases, um, gender bias, and just like bias over the narrative and realize that she was right. And I feel like some people got it and some people didn't. And the saturation of people who didn't is interesting to me because I don't think you could talk, like if you talk to a group of people of like 10 people of Star Wars fans and you were like, give me your thoughts on Amalyn Holdo. Um, and five of them were women and they were like, we love her. And five of them were men. And we were like, they were like, oh, we hate her. The saturation of the male voice in responding to media is going to be stronger because one, women can listen to women, other women and to other men. And so when a man has a good point, a woman will be like, oh, that's a good point. It's rare, but like, yeah, that's a good point, you know? And at least that's how most women work that I've talked to. And I've talked to a lot of women, a lot of women in my life. Um, Also, I don't know. I took gender studies classes when I was in college. So just listen, just the source is just hear me out, you guys. <laughs> Anyways, but I'm not, but for real, like women have the capacity to be like, yeah, I can listen to a guy's opinion and, and comprehend that. Whereas a man can listen to, and I'm not saying all men. Okay. But in, in the general fandom space, a man will listen to another woman and be like, even if the point is correct, they'll be like, "Mm, no. Um, and uh, let me give it an example. Let me give an example because I feel like some people are going to listen to this and be like, you just hate men, which is not true. I love men. They're so slay sometimes. Um, sometimes they don't listen though. And it's really frustrating. I, I said something, what was it? What was I talking about? I don't know. I was talking about something, some kind of erasure of women. Um, and I think it was during Tales of the Jedi when that came out. <sighs> Anyways, I, I think that I was saying something about Yaddle and how she was low-key kind of fridged because she was killed for no reason um, other than to further Dooku's plot line. And this was her first on-screen appearance other than whatever movie she was in, Phantom Menace, blah, 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 blah. I make this point. I get attacked on Twitter. I get, I get, pr- they, they double down on me on Twitter, um, which is fine. I don't really, it really does not affect me that much. But then I open TikTok and I see one of my mutuals who is a man uh, who has some valid points sometimes. However, a lot of it, almost word for word, was from my Twitter thread. And I was like, wait a second, wait a second. Why are you just regurgitating my words? This is almost word for word what I said in my Twitter thread about this. And then you open the comments on his video and they're all from other men, other Star Wars creators who I know. And they're like, this is such a good point. Yeah, you're so right. Like Star Wars like has a history of doing this to women, blah, 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 blah. All playing like they like have made this, dis- like this, like they've observed this themselves. No, you didn't though. You literally stole words out of other women's mouths and regurgitated them on your platform and other men listen to you but when women do it you don't they don't listen and I that's so what is happened what happened with Holdo's character um you see every single YouTube video ever made about her and by men who are just attacking her and all of the comments are so rancid and they're so so like 
rancid in a way that's like, oh yeah, you're right. Like she's the worst, blah, 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 blah. And then you see a woman's video and all the comments are rancid in the other ways. All the men are like, no, you're wrong. She's not great. She's horrible, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wait a second, what's going on here? Cause you can't, because women can support women as much as they want, um, as much as they can. But the 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 saturation of the men not supporting women is going to overcome that every single time. And that's why it's important for uh, men in the fandom, men who, you know, speak out about things to not regurgitate women's words, but to platform other women. Oh my gosh, what a concept. And some men do this. I love, I love certain podcasts, certain Star Wars podcasts, certain Star Wars TikTokers who are men who do invite women under their podcast to talk about it, to, you know, do it other women's videos. That's really great. That's really great. Keep doing that. Maybe do it a little bit more. Um, but other other men, you should maybe listen. Are, are you listening to me right now? Like, or did you turn off your ears again? Because that seems to happen when I open my mouth sometimes. Uh, anyways, that was my rant for the day. I'm done now. Um, I feel like I backed that up with a lot of nuance and detail, you guys. So don't come for me saying that I just drop controversial opinions and then leave because I don't. There you go. I will Amazon, say but... on the topic of women in Star Wars being fridged, um, the reason that I love the way that Holdo's death plays out, I don't love that she died um, because I love her and I wish she would not be dead. Um but one, she got to die by her own choice and her own actions for a cause that she believed in. And two, it's not as much like in the movies because we kind of have other things to do. But if you read like books and comics about other resistance soldiers, pilots, leaders after her death, they all cared about her and like grieve her loss. Like I, I don't have like all the examples off the top of my head. But, like, even people that didn't know her personally know about what she did and what she sacrificed. And, like, the resistance literally was able to survive another day because of her. And that doesn't get lost on people. Like, it's it's still talked about even after she's gone. And obviously she has, like, Leia, even, like, at the end of Last Jedi, right, as she's died, be, like, being the one who's, like, going to carry out her legacy. Um, but it's also extends to, like, everyone in the resistance. Whereas sometimes in Star Wars 1, women get killed by men for no reason um, and rather violently and they don't have any choice in it. And two, then we just move on. And I'm like, we don't need to be doing that anymore, actually. (laughs) Actually so unoriginal and tiring. I love when a woman gets to like make her own choices. Um, Yes, it does result in her dying, but like no one told her to do that. No one made her do that. She did it herself and believed in it and that is why she made that choice um that people were going to be talking about for years and years and years to come in canon um so slay for the last jedi slay for the last jedi i love that um and yeah i love her character arc there especially because like you know when you unless you do things in a different order like when i first watched the last jedi i had no idea who she was I saw Laura Dern on my screen and I was like, okay. Um, You're like, I'm not actually, no, my I'm eyes are open. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like, and then after that movie, I was like, oh, okay. Like I kind of get what she's about. And then you like go and consume other canon content that she's in and you're like, okay, she actually slayed um, and is actually a really 
well-developed character um because we have her like in princess valderon like as a 16 year old and she's really i i love her i love her character for a lot of reasons but one being that when she's younger she kind of like dresses quote-unquote strange like she wears a lot of bright colors she always has her hair dyed she's so real for that um but, but some other people like to make fun of her and think that she's weird and she has like a very big personality and is very like adventure seeking and like loves to she loves to like explore she loves to learn she's actually so awesome um but yeah some other teenagers okay there's this guy in Lair Prince of Alderaan don't remember his name don't care to remember it and I literally first of all he's a jerk the entire book because he's just some like 16 year old boy but also I did listen to the audiobook and I forget who narrates it, but he literally sounds like Draco Malfoy in the book. Yeah, get that name the only way I can think of him, and I literally can't stand him anyway. But he definitely does make fun of Holdo along with some other people being like, you're so weird, why do you have to dress up? And to, like, it's actually, I, I like it a lot because when Leia first meets her, she also is like, she describes her as, as I think, odd to um, Bail Organa, and Bail Organa is like, maybe you should not judge people and I was like I love you King um because Leia is actually a 16 year old girl here um and has really only grown up around the other people from Alderaan so when she meets someone from um Holdos from Gatalanta but like the other members of their Pathfinder group she thinks she's a little odd but then starts to get to know her and is like no she's actually super smart she's actually really cool um and I think it's kind of cool that she like does her own thing and doesn't really care what other people think about her meanwhile stupid Draco Malfoy boy and all the other stupid little 16 year old boys are like he's so weird and shut up I literally don't care shut up like um her and Leia get really close which I love so much for them especially because in this book Leia does have this boyfriend named Kira Damati who Listen, you start reading the book and it's like, okay, he's either going to die or be an Imperial spy. Spoiler alert, he's both. Um, so, because because she, like, they get really close. They're, like, in love. Um, and then he's like, I, it's so, he basically is like, I've actually been feeding information back to, like, the Empire or whoever. Um, and then he gets blown up and dies. Um, but then... Holdo and Leia get a lot closer after this because Holdo was also friends with Kier. Um, and also Leia did like loop Holdo in on all the rebellion stuff that was going on. So they were already like working together in that regard. And then they literally like rise up through the ranks of the rebellion together in very different paths. But they like, like when Leia leaves the Senate or like leaves politics, that's when Holdo does the same and they start like supporting the rebellion publicly. And Holdo becomes, I believe, like a minister or something um, and does more like speeches and stuff rather than like military stuff. Um, but they like rise up through the ranks together. And so that's why when we get to them in The Last Jedi, when they're like in the resistance leadership together, it's like they've literally been in this together since they were like 16 years old. Um, but a big part of why they get so close is aside from just working for the apprentice legislature and the like early rebellion is that they both had to grieve Kira's death together and it like learn how to kind of lean on each other after that um which I love for them 
man thinking about Leah Princess of Alderaan I need to reread that book actually maybe um, I should also read it it's really good there's this little, like there's this yeah. girl from Chandrilla her name is Harpalore she's literally not in the book that much like she's very textbook guapshido mm-hmm. um but I thought she was really cute when I read the book and then I saw her in the manga and she's the cutest person I've ever seen oh. she's just like oh, I love her so much anyway um there is actually a scene when they're on the pathfinding expedition where she like hurts she gets injured or something um and that stupid kid who I hate is like I'm just gonna leave because I need to get a good grade in pathfinding um or whatever they're doing (laughs) and why okay why is this like related to the high republic pathfinding no No, okay so basically Bray Organa invites Leia and the rest of the apprentice legislature to like go hiking in the Alderanian mountains and then their teacher is like okay guys I'm gonna leave you alone in the wilderness and you will have to find your way back by nightfall or you will be kicked out of the class um and so the stupid kid is like I don't care that Harpalore icon broke her leg or something I'm just gonna leave and then and then um like Leia, Holdo, and a few other people, I think here, whatever, stay behind to help Harp. And then Holdo's like, let's make a little sled out of like whatever something that they had in their packs. And then they get back before um, the idiot guy and all of his stupid friends. And I just remember it because they're like, he walks into like the, the building they're all supposed to meet in or something. And I remember I don't remember the actual name of the drink, but I think that it's supposed to be like Star Wars hot cocoa because they were all just sitting around the fire drinking their hot chocolate. And he's like, I'm literally going to like jump off a mountain right now. And I'm like, I love that for you that you stopped um, because you decided that you needed to be better than everyone and leave a girl who was literally injured. Um, But to bring this back to Holdo, because she is one of the people who stays behind to help Harp. So true. Um... What else do I have to say about her? She was very like anti-imperial, even as a 16-year-old. Like I there's this one part of the book where they have to have a discussion um in the like apprentice legislature about some planet that like sup- is like one of the empire's like leading fuel suppliers that like their own economy was kind of collapsing because they couldn't support the empire's military needs and also like their own planet. And she's the one who was like maybe we should not force this planet to be providing the empire with fuel when they can't even sustain themselves. And then all the other stupid little senators were like, you're weird and I don't like you. And then Leia was like, so true queen. And that's when they like become friends. Um, and then, yeah, they joined the rebellion together. I already said that. I just am obsessed with them. I'm obsessed with the fact that like, they were very like, unlikely friends like Leia thought she was just kind of weird at first and Holdo was like I'm just gonna slay and do my own thing but then they ended up becoming besties and literally being friends up until she died um I love that for them but yeah and even everyone read Leia Prince of Alderaan it really does slay Bale and Brea Organa are in it this is like Brea Organa's like one major canon appearance where she actually does things um aside from like from a certain point of view and now a little bit in Kenobi but she like actually has a storyline and a personality in this one um which I love that for her the only thing I don't love this is also where the famous Alderaan dinner scene comes from where oh no (laughs) oh no where they convince Tarkin that Bail is going to affair with Mon Mothma 
I hope that's in Andor season two. Anyway, that's so not relevant. Um, but, was Tarkin uh, in Andor? No. No. You, not Lauren, either. was, right? Lauren was. So good. with that. Um, remember, remember when he was literally, like, a part of the Republic? I guess I guess most people who are a part of the Republic. And he was literally just, Andor. like, some guy. Yeah. Remember when... <gasps> Remember when you, Lauren, was in Thrawn 2017? Yeah. I miss that era. I miss the the Thrawn era. Maybe we should, maybe Timothy Zahn should write another book and then we can enter our Thrawn era again. We should write an Arlani novel. I agree. I agree. I actually, you know what I would love? Um, A Chiss Ascendancy audio drama. Uh, And like, they're all women though. So like true. maybe Samacro can be there because he's like being baby girl to Thalia's. But like that's it. Like that's the only one. Yeah. No, you're so right about that. I also oh my god, I forgot also I was gonna say about Swalderon when I got distracted by Tarkin dinner scene. Oh, I was gonna say the only thing I didn't like about that book. Well, there were things I didn't like about that book, let's be so honest. But <laughs> slash J, the only thing I didn't like about that book was that Bail Organa and Leia were like not getting along for part of it, which makes me sad because she thought that he was like that her parents like didn't actually care about her and cared more about their jobs, but really they were just trying to protect her because they were like working for the rebellion and didn't want her to literally get killed. Um, but they're like having problems at the beginning of the book, and I'm like <sighs> But I need you guys to be perfect all the time, actually, for my own sanity. Um, but yeah, that dinner party scene, really worth reading the book just for that alone, even if you're not that interested in the book. Um, that scene really is like key Star Wars content. Like you kind of, you need to know about that one. I bring it up all the time because I think that I love seeing people's reactions when they don't know about it, when they're like, I'm sorry, what happened? And I'm like, I am so glad I get to be the one to tell you about this iconic moment in Star Wars literature. But yeah, I think about that every time Mon Mothma is on screen in Andor. I'm like, man, Tarkin is, well, actually, no, he's not in that part of the timeline. But towards the end of Andor, I'm going to be like, man, Tarkin's really out there thinking that she ha- hooked up with Bail Organa. I can't. I can't with that. <laughs> so funny. I really can't. Uh, anyway, um, back to Holdo, though. That was my pitch. Holdo, for the- rest in peace. Padme Amidala would have loved you. Screw up. Like, it's so anyways i can't think about padme right now i'll literally get so mad love you girl rest in peace gone but not forgotten so so true yeah they would have been literally best friends so many people i'm like if you had met amelin holdo you guys would have been besties because i think that she could be best friends with literally anyone because she's so like cool like i kind of want to be her but i also want to be her bestie also, she is canonically an astrology girly. Yeah. Um, her. <laughs> I've heard. Slay. Me too. I love that for her. She, I literally was on her Wikipedia page just like double checking stuff about her to be ready for this episode. And the list of stuff she did like when she was growing up, it's like I wrote a bunch of it down because I was like, girl, how did you have the time? It was like she studied astrology public service philosophy philosophy she enjoyed cave exploration and like she's crazy like snow snowshoeing something star wars snowshoeing or whatever um and like 10 other things i was like 
you were like 16 years old and you did all of that yeah she's such a like she's representation for people that had to do like 30 extracurriculars <laughs> in like middle and high school she's so real I love that for her I was gonna say something too and I don't remember what it was but we love a gay icon first of all um and if you don't like her maybe rewatch the last jedi through a different lens that's all and i also think i think that this is one of those characters that is such a good um example of the common complaint right about star wars right now which is there's so much different media and if you don't know every single thing you're going to be behind because i don't think that's necessarily true i think that's true about certain star wars projects i do think that the high republic is is how much however much i love it i do think that there are some parts of it that is like you would not get it if you didn't read something else in the high republic i think you can like the adult novels you can read those and be totally fine and get the whole and get a good story um you just won't know what happens to avar chris but it's fine it's fine uh, but like certain Star Wars projects, like people who, uh, especially with the Mandalorian right now, people are like, oh, well, I didn't watch Rebels, so I have no idea, like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mm, you can you can get a grasp of what's going on. Don't worry. Um, Holdo is one of those characters, a great example of it because, you know, people are like, oh, well, I shouldn't have to read the comics and the books to understand her character. You don't have to. Have I read the books? Have I read the comics? Like I said, no. I've seen The Last Jedi like one time. And I got a pretty good grasp of her character just from that. Uh, so yeah, I, I just think that that's something to consider when thinking about certain characters is, um, yeah, a lot of information on characters is great. I love, I love a good story, a full arc, if you will. Um, but it doesn't, you don't need to, to understand uh, a character's uh, goals, to understand their faults, um, if they have any. Just kidding, everyone has faults, right? except for Trilla Sidari. She's great. Uh, she's perfect. Anyways, maybe she's alive. Um, anyways, I don't know. You don't have to mention it. Guys, we should remember the Fulcrum Transmissions bingo card era. Can we bring that back? That was like oh, a year ago. That was almost a year yeah, ago. I'm going to go dig that up. Let's let's make a new one. Um, I feel <laughs> like it's evolved. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think everyone should have a Fulcrum Transmissions bingo card. Um, I don't know where where our stats are at with like how many returning listeners we have, but um, I'm sure there's a good a good handful out there. By handful, I mean like a good couple hundred. So slay, love you guys, <laughs> love our regular listeners. Sorry that you have to listen to us every week. Every week. Every week, <laughs> as if we actually release episodes every week. It's my fault. Um, most of the time. But, you know, I feel like if they had us every week, like, they would get bored. Yeah. Okay. There's just nothing to talk about, guys. I'm going to be so truthful. Okay. We're kind of in a little... I I don't want to be, like, we're in a lull right now because we're going, like, one month without new content because I hate when people say that. But, like, also, in terms of having a weekly podcast, it's there's not new content I, every week right now. I think a little PSA that is, you know, important to make is that... One of our our series is Girl Boss of the Week, and we love doing it. Um, it's definitely my favorite thing that we do on this podcast. But um, and we did the other a few weeks ago. We we're like, hey guys, on our Twitter, and we're like, eh, if you want to hear an episode about a, a woman for Girl Boss of the Week, let us know. 
and there were a good like a lot of comments there were there was a good amount um however a lot of them were characters that do not have enough to talk about an entire for an entire hour um which is a, not a not like a dunk on you guys like it's not like a oh give us better characters no i'm sure those characters are so awesome and some of them are really great and i think there's a lot of characters that i would love to talk about um who are in like one thing and have not enough uh either development or just screen slash page time to talk about for an entire hour which is really upsetting and that is that is a testament to the whatever the negative the negative word for testament uh to um star wars in general i think that there's obviously an issue when you don't have enough women to talk about um we have not even been doing girl boss of the week for an entire year and we already don't have enough women to talk about for an entire hour which is an issue um there are high republic characters that we will probably we we have a few girl boss of the week episodes lined up um that will be coming out at the start of the new year uh, technically this episode's gonna be out at the start of the new year um slay new year's eve anyways uh but but like i own women of the galaxy the book you know some of those girlies we love them there is one paragraph on them for a reason for a reason there's just not enough to talk about uh but yeah hopefully that changes there's some high republic characters that we can talk about um we just kind of like to stray away from that mostly because we talk about the high republic so much already uh and we do want to expand to to a larger more general audience i think because we love talking about the high republic and we love talking about little like more exclusive things and by exclusive i mean that like hundreds and hundreds of people read them like so thousands of people are reading the high republic it's not like an exclusive 50 people but you know it's it's not everyone has not everyone reads the comics which everyone should because they're great but not everyone does um which is great for like when we have characters like holdo that we can talk about next week we're doing mon mothma spoiler alert um that's gonna, like, just gonna be so sick of me and our fun guest next week oh yeah we have a fun guest it, and i was like bestie sage is gonna be so tired of us by the end of that episode like i already see it coming that's basically what's going on with our wacky schedule also i was traveling for like two good weeks um at the beginning of december that's why we had like one episode this entire month um it's fine. If you didn't see, Claire and I hung out in New York. Uh, so slay for us. Love a good meetup moment. Um, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Imagine if we didn't live on opposite sides of the country. Wouldn't that be great? Imagine, guys, everyone, imagine if Claire went to, I almost said your full name there. <laughs> you shocked me on the <laughs> um imagine if claire went to star wars celebration you guys wouldn't that be so great hey imagine <laughs> if it wasn't in london in the middle of the school year when i'm on a production and also and uh, money wasn't a thing um, yeah well imagine if we had like you know how they do the podcast highlight the podcasters highlight thing we could be on that whatever i'll just go join kessel run relay for the week you should i think <laughs> no they would not want me. They don't want me. Love them so much. Liv Hayden and Emily, we love you, but you don't want me. <laughs> You'll get canceled. You'll get canceled. 
it's something that tends to happen around me. People just don't listen to what I, I say. I will say, in terms of like us running out of girl bosses, yeah, I was thinking about it and I was like, there are like a decent amount of girl bosses who like I personally could talk about for an hour, but then I was like, but how much of that is like actual canon content so and how much of it did I make up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's why we need to bring back the ship's ascendancy. Yeah. Because I don't know if people, the long-term listeners know the ship's ascendancy. Um, we forgot about it until- We like, did forget it. <laughs> Remember when we did that though? We had a ship that we would talk, each bring a ship to we, the table. That worked because we did two ships per episode. So it already splits it in half. And then we can talk about like individual characters too. Exactly. And not have to talk about one character for a full episode when they literally- are in so, like one thing <laughs> anyways do we have final thoughts about holdo final thoughts i would like to kiss her on the mouth i concur <laughs> I'm obsessed with her um mm-hmm. also i think that her and leia should and did kiss on the mouth um yeah. sometimes i'm not gonna lie because i remember that holdo is canonically queer mm-hmm. sometimes i like think that Leia and Holdo like were canonically a thing at one point and then I remember that like that's actually not canon but like it's actually like the opposite of canon (laughs) yeah the funny thing is that when I first watched The Last Jedi I was like they should kiss and then I learned that Holdo was like canonically into women and I was like oh my god and they did it's okay they're in the Star Wars comics right now so they could kiss there girls at the time so like she still had time to realize that she actually no exactly yeah okay a lot of people don't figure out their sexuality till later in life exactly exactly who's writing who's writing the star wars comics right now charles yeah it is charles okay if you're listening love you so much bestie make them kiss on the mouth or else please that's all can they please kiss (laughs) i like how you're like please can they kiss and i'm like you better make them kiss I fully forgot that Han Solo existed for like the past 10 minutes because I was like, they should kiss. And then I was like, oh. Wait, it, oh, I guess she's married. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there was a whole novel this year about their wedding. <laughs> I didn't read it, unfortunately. I also just don't like Han Solo. So like Leia with anybody but Han Solo. <laughs> Sorry to the Han Solo girlies. He's just well, not. they listening to this too. <laughs> I hope I hope people didn't stop listening after I started talking. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Fulcrum Transmissions. Please feel free to send us questions. You can DM them to us on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. Once again, thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode.